Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from fancyfootballscout.co.uk. My name is Joe and it's first draft time again for the 22-23 season. Today I'm joined by former world number one. Yes, he has actually won the whole thing. Um, that's right, Simon March. And he won the game way back in 2014-15, I believe it was. Simon, hello. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Sorry, how are you? Yeah, good, good. Um, enjoying, enjoying looking at other people's first drafts, and uh, I will no doubt tinker with my own um, team afterwards. Um, it's sort of set in stone, and then ten minutes pass, and it changes all again. Um, but before we move on to have a look at your team, I just want to—I've got your career history up on here. Um, I just wanted to show it here because it's, it, it's something that only uh, one person every year gets, um, and that's a little number one there so 2014 15 one but you've also finished in the top 10k uh one two three other times and lots of other top finishes as well 22k uh, top 20k and so on um so looking back at 2014 15 what what has motivated you to carry on doing it um because considering you've been doing quite well over the over the years but i might be tempted just to say well there we go <laughs> i've won it <laughs> yeah lo- looking back yeah that might have been the, the best thing to do to be honest <laughs> at one point every season I regret not not retiring after 2014-15 but um yeah I mean you know I, I played it never with the belief that I would ever win it you know played it like everyone else plays it you know to because I enjoy it and so uh you know I, I don't know what I would do myself if I uh, if I retired from it but right no I know I, it's always interesting I always find it quite an interesting uh proposition because it's so rare that um, you get to speak to someone who's actually won that. Um, I just wanted to check that everyone in the live chat can hear us. We're streaming this show. Uh, someone put in that we were muted, but then they retracted it quickly. Um, but so I gather we weren't muted. Um, but um, mm. thanks a lot for that. Um, uh, Hudson, Shea Cornway, uh, Joshua Tan, um, John uh, Crispers, and many more. Very good early birds for joining us at uh, early afternoon on a Wednesday to discuss Simon's team let's have a look at your team i don't i don't go with sort of hanging around here we just go straight in um 
And just before we do that, I just want to remind everyone to um, to make sure that they do like and subscribe. Um, you know, it's it's so important for us um, to get to get all your love here when you like the show. But also make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any as well. So let's have a look at your team. Um, just before I ask you to kind of go through it all, I'm going to. Uh, uh, go through it for the podcast version as well. So those listening, um, he has a four-five-one uh, Pope in goal: Cancelo, James, Alexander, Arnold, and Zinchenko in the back four. And then this mighty midfield of Madison, Salah, Neto, Bowen, and Mount. There is a lot of heavy hitters there. We will come to that. Um, we got Jesus as well. Uh, up front and then on the bench Sanchez, Abroja, uh, Nico Williams, Greenwood and nothing in the bank um, so far. Um, so Simon, let's, let's just go position by position. Nick Pope, why have you got Nick Pope and are you convinced he's going to start? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a good question. Well, I, I, I love Nick Pope. I, I, I mean that in every respect of the word. Uh, he's a, you know, an all-time favourite of, uh, of mine in, uh, in fantasy football. But I, if I'm honest, I, I would say that when I put this draft together, I had 0.5 in the bank and wasn't sure what to do with it. And so I upgraded Raya to Pope. I, I'm generally, I'm a big fan of uh, two 4.5 goalkeepers. Um, mm-hmm. I, for, for me, it's been unequivocally proven as far as my experience that two 4.5 goalkeepers yeah. is, is the way to go. And it's, yeah, the, the key is finding the right ones. And so I wouldn't be surprised if Pope ended up getting downgraded to, uh, you know, a Ray or mm-hmm. uh, a, a Guaita, mm-hmm. I think. Um, possibly even, you know, I haven't ruled out Pickford. Um, really? Given, given it's an international year, you know, and since mm-hmm. he, he likes to come alive in, in tournaments, you know, he's a different player. Um, you know, maybe there's, a, you know, maybe that's worth uh, looking at. But yeah, I think I think the obvious ones are, are Sanchez and, and Raya at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I think um, with point four. Uh, 4.5s. I mean, both you and I have been playing the game for a long time and we have good memories of that. That rotation works. And people sometimes think of rotation as sort of good and bad fixtures. But often I think of it things like home and are that team particularly good at home? Are that team particularly good away? And, and sort of the strength of the fixtures as well. So it's not quite as, as, as linear as that. There might be other 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 reasons. there. I remember and uh, and anyone who wants to follow your your plan of doing this, a good strategy is to have a look in the you know somewhere like the Fantasy Football Scout members area. And there's a few stats around goalkeepers, around saves, saves per minute, that type of thing. Go for the top ones, and often they're quite cheap. So I remember the Southampton goalkeeper and the Bournemouth goalkeeper a while back being a good rotation like that. Just get the two ones that are going to get you lots of points just for turning up. Um, so yeah, I think it's quite a good move um another thing i was going to mention um brighton and leicester have a very good rotation so if you were minded um schmeichel and sanchez is actually quite a good combination mm. can i tease you into that is uh what, what schmeichel is he uh, uh five million he's five million yeah so he's same yeah. as pope yeah I, I would be i started off with schmeichel last season oh. uh, i remember being quite effusive when we did this last year i remember being quite effusive about about schmeichel um because yeah he's He's one of the few goalkeepers that absolutely plays every minute of, of every game, and, yeah, except for that one time that he got benched towards yeah. in the last season. But um, yeah, I would think about it. I, I always think that with goalkeepers, um, you know, there is an argument for going a bit more expensive. I think Ramsdale is is also you know a good a, yeah. you know, there's a good argument for him at, at five million and Mendy as well. Um, but it, it's always the first player that 
you know that I will look to 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 raise funds when I need it and mm-hmm. so you know for me it's it's usually a case of just okay well just cut to you know cut that cut to the chase and uh, and just get two 4.5s to begin with yeah. you know save myself the trouble of downgrading it later on um I think I think 4.5s even if you're not looking to rotate them I think just the fact of having two playing goalkeepers is yeah. really really valuable I, I think the worst thing with goalkeepers is when you get stuck in a spiral of transferring them in and out trying to cover yeah. injuries you, you know especially if you're going with a, a premium option with a 4.0 mm-hmm. I, I just don't think it's it's worth it I think I'd much rather have a goalkeeper who ends up you know scoring 15 20 points lower than the um yeah. than the highest scorer um but have that peace of mind that you know I've got decent cover in there yeah, definitely. I mean, at the moment, I've got Ramsdale in my draft and I've got no cover. I've got um, a, well, Southampton's number two or three. I just like that electronic trifle shirt that the Southampton goalkeepers have got at the moment. <laughs> do have a look at that on site. Um, but it's more, um, I, I'm a bit I'm a bit worried and I do like those having two 4.5s. Um, but um, I think Ramsdale, uh, Pope, um, Saar, I think, is probably the pick of the 5.0s. And I may switch to him. Um, makes a lot of saves. Wolves are a defensive team. Get defensive players in defensive teams. Um, Best fixtures as well. Opening fixtures. Definitely. Um, uh, well, let's move to your defence then, speaking of defence. So, I mean, I'm not going to really dwell on Alexander-Arnold. People know about him and people know why he's in people's squads. Cancelo, similar as well. Um, but you've got James and Zinchenko there and Nico Williams on the bench. So let's look at James first. So um, Chilwell has a higher has a higher points per minute um, than James. But of course, he was injured for a lot of last season, so he didn't get, get the points. So it's not easily as visible. But then James is James and he always looks the best player on the pitch, mm. even even in a Chelsea side. Um, why James over Chilwell? Yeah, I'm very tempted to have them both. Um, I think, uh, which I might end up going with. Uh, I think James. Some, sometimes, you, you know, even when the stats kind of point in a different direction, you can just sort of look at something and say, right, if, if you know, if you've got two players that, that stay fit, then you, you know, one of them just stands out a little bit brighter than than the other one. And and I think that that's, that's James. He. Um, He's got the advantage, I think, also, is that at the moment there isn't a lot of competition for, for that position, whereas for Chilwell, even though he's he's you know, undeniably first choice, uh, there's Emerson and Alonso is still hanging about as well. Uh, I'm not sure if Chelsea are going to be able to get rid of him before the, the season starts. And the, the fact that he carried you know, an injury for such a lot of last season, it, you know, one, we don't know exactly what kind of player we're getting back. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that and, and to how much they're going to risk him um yeah. you know whether they're going to ease him in uh you know and rotate him a bit so yeah i think i think james is definitely the the safer of the two but i also think that you know there, there's a real player in, in in james um that you know he could emerge as being a real a real heavy hitter um, for a defender yeah i mean i've i've got chillwell in my side but it could easily be james um, and I still, I'm not undecided. I'm not locked in either of them. That's why I was asking your opinion because you're a Chelsea fan as well. Um, so it's always good to speak to fans of teams, especially with it, with with a sort of a 50-50 call like that. But one of them will be in my squad and, and I'm sure at least one, maybe two, by the sounds of it being yours. Um, Zinchenko, he's got a Man City shirt on there, but he's pretty much going to have an Arsenal shirt on in about a few days' time um, as we're recording here. Um, so that, that deal looks like it's pretty much been agreed going through. Um uh, why is Inchenko as an Arsenal asset over uh, 4.5 Ben White, uh, Tommy Asu, 
uh, or indeed um, Gabriel or Tierney or a- any any of those other assets from Arsenal. Yeah, I think I think it depends a little bit on on where he's going to play. Um, there, I mean, there have been rumours that he might play in in midfield. Um, it's it's true. Actually, I mean, I, I saw um, some really interesting stats mm. around Sinchenko yesterday that actually um, his yeah ex assist. Yeah. Um, was was the highest um, you know okay. per ninety minutes played uh, of uh, of the uh, mm. um, uh, possibly all left sided mm. defenders. Right. Um, so even if he ends up playing at, at left back, mm. uh, I know that they've got Tierney there yeah. as well. Um, yeah, even if he ends up playing regularly at, at left fullback, uh, yeah, he's got a lot of attacking threat. But it's the fact that that they can play him in midfield, not necessarily defensive midfield either. Like potentially a, you know, mm. the sort of left hand side of a diamond. Um, he does like to come inside. He, yeah. he, you know, he does create chances centrally as well. He, he's one of these sort of modern fullbacks that that likes to move centrally, you know, in, in attacking uh, play, um, but can also provide you know threat on the on the flanks. And, and so I, I, I like him. But I think if he is just playing purely at fullback, I, I'll need to sort of see more of him, see how he fits in with Tierney, assuming that Tierney mm-hmm. is um, is fit. Uh, because if if he's just going to play a you know standard fullback role um then i don't think that there's a lot to to justify the 0.5 more than than say why um or or uh, you know tomiyasu uh so that, that's something that, that i'm keeping an eye on uh, definitely but yeah the, the prospect that he could be out of position i think yeah you know, makes him a really good value yeah he could play um central midfield um and uh uh, that's a position he plays, I believe, with the Ukrainian uh, national side. Um, so he's well used to that. Um, and that's why he's been brought in, I presume, and also cover from Tierney, who is just always seems to be injured, certainly whenever he's in my side. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think they look, um, I think he looks like a very good prospect and I don't rule out getting him into my side. Um, definitely. Um, John Chapman in the live chat asks, Joe, can you ask why no Spurs? We will come to that in a second because we're going to talk about midfield. Now, because this midfield of Madison, Salah, Neto, Bowen, Mount is heavy. And we're seeing a lot of sort of big at the back and still pretty big at the back, your team. But what, why why so many heavy hitters here? You know, you, 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 you haven't got that decision of which 8 million midfielder should I get. You just got the lot. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, take us through that midfield. Well, I, th- I think there's sort of two, two elements to it. One is the sort of profile of the midfielder. That I like, um, you know, I like I like players who've got mm. lots of routes to, to scoring. So, you know, I like to pick where possible the creative force in the team. So, you know, someone who's got goal scoring but mm. also assist potential. Um, somebody who takes uh, set pieces, you know, so they've got the opportunity to score, mm. even if they're not playing well or if the team's not playing well, they might chip in with a, a few points uh, anyway. And I think the Madsen, Mount, and Bowen all mm. fulfil that. Whereas, yeah. you know, Salo and, and Neto a bit more attacking, but. Mm. Yeah, obviously Salah sort of justifies himself, but Neto, season four last, had, had you know, really pretty decent numbers um, you know, for the time that he played and Wolves have got good fixtures. So um, I know he's become a bit of a meme uh, on uh, you know, FPL Twitter uh, this season because you know, he's appearing in all these, uh, um, all these drafts, but I, I actually think that he probably is quite a, a decent option. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so quite quite heavy in there. I mean, the second element to it is that I think the World Cup looms pretty heavily over the first half of the season, mm-hmm. and um, you know there are certain players who are really fighting for their place in the in the squads. Uh, I think that applies to a lot of the defenders, like mm-hmm. Alexander Arnold, James yeah. Chilwell, um, but it definitely applies to to midfielders yeah. like Madison, Mount, Bowen. Um, so I think 
yeah, these are players who have got absolutely um, yeah top motivation to to really perform in the early half of the the season. But equally, because they're not guaranteed of their spots, mm. um, I think that there are certain players who are pretty much guaranteed of their spots, and and whether consciously or subconsciously. Yeah, they're probably going into the first half of the season wanting to not get injured, um, and so yeah, that might actually yeah, reduce their. Uh, I, I I don't know. Um, you know, they might take it a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, whereas I think that these these are players who are really going to go for it. Um, you know, because it's kind of do or die for for players like yeah, Madison definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah. Madison could definitely get in. He also could miss out. Mount, I think, is probably over the fifty percent. Uh, likelihood of getting in he's very much a staple of that england side but nevertheless yeah i mean if he if he drops off in form then then he's out um and bowen is definitely on the periphery as well um could really get in i mean one looking at this this um midfield here one thing you could do is if you didn't perhaps want so many of those is you could upgrade for example bowen to like an ex for son which would answer some of the questions we're getting in the live chat about why no spurs and then that was so that's another two uh three or four uh million and you could shave that off um elsewhere um uh, to have a slightly lighter midfield maybe another 4.5 in there um that's an option but um i don't know is that something you you consider are you still looking at ways to get son in or yeah i think i think so i mean it's it's what i've been playing around with this morning i mean son is is probably my favorite player from an fpl mm. perspective yeah. at, at the moment um you know, I always try and have him in my team at, at some point. Uh, I think obviously with the price hike, it's a little bit more difficult uh, this season. But yeah, he is, he is the player that I want. I think you kind of need to have some. I mean, part of my, my approach with the, the heavy hitter thing, um, which also applies to, to the forwards, is that I think if you don't, um, if you have a heavy hitter and you're not going to captain mm. them, I, I think that that does reduce to some extent the the, the appeal of, mm. of having them um but equally you know there are players like um Coutinho and Grealish and um uh yeah various sort of six uh, Rashford as well at yeah. 6.5 you, you know Sancho yeah, yeah. you know the, these are players who are a bit a bit cheaper who could um you know free up those funds uh, a bit as well so you know particularly if I start looking at Chilwell in defense you know maybe I, I wouldn't want three Chelsea players mm. Um, could downgrade Mount and you, you know look to upgrade Bowen as a, as a result. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think uh, Bowen has been overlooked a little bit, partly because he's got Man City mm. in, as his first fixture. Um, it's not something I'm I'm that scared of. I think that you know Man City can be a bit unpredictable at the beginning of seasons. Um, but I mean, his numbers last season are just absolutely ridiculous. But by any rights, I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that it was just that one season, you know, if he if he did that again, mm. he'll be sort of. 11 million uh, yeah. next season yeah um so yeah i i, I mean he, he's someone that that i'm really keen on but at the same time um i think i think son is is one that i'm gonna look to try and leave her in there if i if i can somehow i, mean, I, I know what you mean about the fixtures with bowen as well everyone because everyone sees the man city at home and think oh i'm avoiding that but then looking at their fixtures afterwards they got uh, Nottingham Forest, then Brighton, then Villa, um, Tottenham and Chelsea, so it gets a bit tough then, then Newcastle and Everton. So the fixtures are actually pretty good. I mean, there's two or three tough ones in there, but it's just two or three out of the first eight, which is when probably the latest or one of the latest times that people will wildcard, because we've, of course, got unlimited transfers from game week 16 onwards during the World Cup. Um, 
So yeah, yeah this is really looking at those first I th- fixtures. I think West Ham could could start off pretty well as as well. I think um, towards the end of last season, I think this applies to Chelsea as well. There, there were a couple of teams, West Ham and Chelsea mm. in particular, I think, who, who were just clearly exhausted. Mm. They just played way yeah. too much football and you, yeah. you know couldn't couldn't sustain it. Um, whereas I think we saw at the beginning of last season when West Ham started out, you, you know, they were a real force. Um, I, I think the same with Chelsea as well. Mm. And so. That that is possibly an area that I think you know where they've been underpriced. That the, the latter part of last season is is maybe not an accurate reflection of what we can expect from those teams going forward, and maybe that's something that we can exploit, you know, to find value um, around them. But yeah, I do think that the Mount and Bowen probably a little bit underpriced. Okay, um, well, well let's have, I've got a table here I can put up. Um, this is of attacking midfielders, um, and it's just basically the top ones. Um, that are sorted by minutes per FPL points. And I've got some other uh, um, metrics there, like goals, assists, and minutes per expected goal involvement. And I, I basically 8 million is the cutoff there. So it's all 8 million above, and I just selected the top ones. Um, Salah is at the top, as you would imagine. Um, he is getting um, a point every 10 minutes he's on the pitch. <laughs> he gets an FPL point every 10 minutes, which is pretty amazing. Um, then you've got uh, De Bruyne, um, slightly slower rate, but it's not too shabby. De Bruyne, at 11.3 minutes uh, per FPL point. And then Mares, um, just behind him at 8 million. And I must admit, Mares has been in my side. I am waiting to see some City friendlies. I want, uh, with Sterling go- going, um, and uh, I, I just and, and Jesus, obviously, as well. I just think that uh, Mares, I hope to be a bit nailed on. But we say that at the beginning of every season and maybe we're getting clouded by that. Maybe this is the season. He is indeed nailed on. And if he is anyway, he's offers the best value out of this whole bunch of players. Um, then you've got Son just behind him, which underlines Son's credentials, almost as good as Mares, um, but obviously far more nailed on. Uh, Kulusevski, um could be some competition there with Richarlison. Richarlison has been playing on the right during pre-season. Then Raheem Sterling. So Raheem Sterling, I'm going to come to him now. Uh, he's next on this list here, he's 10 million. Now a Chelsea player, so he's playing for your team. <laughs> and he's got a bit of history um, uh, in FPL with City and, of course, with Liverpool when he was a 4.5 midfielder. Um, are you tempted by Sterling? A bit of an upgrade there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Sterling is, is somebody that I'd really like to have my team. He's somebody that I've really liked as an FBL asset as well in, in uh, recent seasons. Um, and the fact that, you know, you can expect him to start regularly for Chelsea, whereas you couldn't at Man City, just increases his appeal even more. The, the problem with um, with Sterling is that it's hard to sort of justify the extra two million over mm-hmm. Mount um, or even, you know, moving into forward areas, possibly Havertz yeah. as, as well. Um, so, I think I'm going to have to see a little bit about, yeah. um, I think he's going to start the friendly actually that Chelsea have coming up today. Um, so we'll see, you know, the, the first signs of what he might look like um, as a Chelsea player, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to see sort of how he fits into the, the team. And, and I think, you know, even though over the season, I, I reckon he'll be a success. Um, always a little bit wary of, of backing new players um, early on in the season. Um, I think with, um, with, with Spurs, um, the, the problem is somewhat. Uh, if you are looking away from, if you're not looking at Son or Kane, then there's so much competition now. Mm. Kulusevski, Richarlison. Yeah. There's rumours that they might even bring in Madison as well. And, and um, more, um, more, Mora is being converted into the new Victor Moses. Well. So suddenly Perisic, Spence, who apparently Conte didn't actually um, 
uh, order, he's, the wrong order right. came in for him. Uh, the, the club has ordered him. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and Doherty. And so there's a lot of competition down those flanks, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and that's why I'm worried, because I, I've been so burnt by getting into the whole sort of city mid-spiral um, before where you, know, you bring in a player, mm. they get benched, you bring in another player, they get benched, and, and it just continues. I, on, honestly, my, my FPL um, results improved mm. so much more when I just started ignoring City attackers. I, yeah. I think Haaland might, might be the curveball because you, you would expect that he, he would be the closest thing since Aguero to a nailed-on attacker who, who is yeah. you know, KDB. But, um, you know, the likes of you know, Mares and Foden and Grealish mm. and Silva, you know, there's just so much rotation in there that I, I just, you know, I don't want to play that. There, there are enough other options. Yeah that can deliver fairly consistently to ignore those um, um, for me. And just, just to complete the rest of this table that, that people can see um, on the YouTube version, but for those listening on the podcast, um, um, just below Sterling, you've got Madison uh, with an FPL point every 13.4 minutes, then Mounts next, then Bowen, then Diaz, Foden, and then Saka. I mean, all their figures are good here. These are all strong options, and that's why they've been priced accordingly. But if you're looking for an 8 million option, Mares, if nailed, big if, um, is the better option than Madison Mount, uh, Diaz, Foden, and Saka. Uh, Bowen is just, is, 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 um, uh, priced well, um, if he can replicate that form, um, put it that way. Um, but uh, it just underlines the, the potential of Son there. And uh, Kulisevsky, if if he can play, so if uh, Richarlison isn't competition as much as we think he will be, um, you know, he could be a really strong option there. So some, something for everyone to think about. Um, I've got another, um, I've got another um, slide here. Let's have a look here. Um, just as of the fixtures, this sort of... Um, sort of stress tests um things and I just want to remind people as well do do subscribe do like do like us uh, and do press uh, subscribe so you can keep up to date uh, with all our videos and podcasts but looking at the fixture difficulty game it's one to eight so arsenal are top then you've got brighton so that could be a potential for you if you're looking for some cheap players for brighton um, they have uh, Manchester United to start, but then Newcastle, West Ham, Leeds, Fulham, Leicester, Bournemouth and uh, Crystal Palace. So there could be some returns there. Then you've got Man City, which is why, um, you know, you, you're um, you're looking at the likes of Cancelo and why you perhaps f- might fear Hartland. Um, and then you've got Brentford, Leeds. It could fill the cheap seats there. Um, Liverpool, which is why you've got Liverpool coverage. Chelsea, which is why we're talking a lot about Chelsea. Then there's uh, Notts Forest, Tottenham, which is why everyone in the live chat is talking about Tottenham. Uh, and then we've got Aston Villa as well. So just coming to some of those um, teams that you haven't got um, any coverage for, um, but that could be quite useful if you wanted to save a bit of money. So Villa, a lot of bargains there. Not for, uh, Nottingham Forest. I, I do apologise to Nottingham Forest fans here. It says Notts Forest there. That's of course should be Notts County, uh, but they're nowhere near the Premier League at the moment, as Nottingham Forest fans know. Um, Nottingham Forest there, uh, Leeds, Brentford and Brighton. Are you, are you tempted by any of those cheap assets? If you were to try and go for a Sterling or a Son, who, who might these enablers be? Yeah, um Potentially. Um, I think Aston Villa are, are quite interesting. Um, I think uh, 
Bailey has started all their preseason fixtures so far and mm. looked reasonably good. Um, so yeah, he's he's pretty uh, um, <clears throat> interesting one. Um, but yeah, it's it's very it's very difficult early on. In, in given, I, I think I think Saka is another one. Martinelli uh, six million is is a really popular one. I think Saka is an example of a player <clears throat> who fits those categories I was talking about earlier on um, you know his play is very involved or you know all around the the pitch um and uh you know it's got really got something to play for as well you know not not just as an Arsenal player but also you know to secure his place in the England squad mm. <clears throat> excuse me um and so yeah th- there's a there's a few um around um, that, that I'm looking at and probably not so much I, I, I think um maybe there's a couple at Brentford um yeah this uh I think is is maybe quite interesting not really sure about Leeds at the moment I have to sort of see how they mm. you know shape up Meslier um, could be could be a good option yeah 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 um yeah I, I haven't I haven't looked into it you know too much at, at the moment I think I think that there are you know, quite a lot around the the sort of 5.5 yeah. million whether it's in attack or, or in midfield yeah these sort of enablers that that you can look at who might be a little bit more reliable you know playing in, in you know better teams um to not necessitate at the moment looking you know that much further down the, the table but um yeah i mean you know we'll, we'll have to see I, I think yeah as usual somebody will emerge in the first two or three game weeks of the season um and uh you know it will be that real budget enabler yeah um but sort of preempting that is is, is very difficult um, i remember it was um uh Suchek. Uh, five million for West Ham, who I ended up fielding because my balance of my team was so awful, and so I was one of the few people who actually benefited from his points. So as you were saying, it's, it can it can pay to have a weaker team in a in a strange way if you can nail that five million midfielder who's doing well. I know the Watford midfielders um, were sensational for about two or three weeks, uh, two or three seasons ago. Um, so those there's, um, I'm just going to put your team back on just before we go. Um, just going to have a look at your team again. So, um, I guess Harland, even if you don't go with him in game week one, he is a player that you might want. Um, cause if he's getting, if he's just getting a hat trick, if he's the new, truly is the new Aguero, literally everything Man City are doing is to funnel the ball to him to score. Mm. He's going to be needed. So, What's your Haaland in plan game weeks two, three, sort of time? Yeah, um, it's yeah, it's a it's a good question um, because at the moment, but the way I've approached it is to spread the money around mm. a, a lot and to try and get you know a, sort of ten outfield players who mm. can yeah all chip in uh, and contribute, and that makes it very difficult if if I then sort of switch strategies and, and decide to to go for a premium. So I don't know. I, I've looked at I, I've seen a few. Um, Threemium post today, mm-hmm. people with uh, you know, Salah, Son, and Haaland that, that don't actually look terrible. And so I think that it's quite realistic that I could perhaps convert mm-hmm. one of my eight million midfielders into um, you, you know something cheaper to either or either into Son or mm-hmm. you know something that will allow me to upgrade to Haaland. Yes, uh, um, I think it's um, so is that- it De Silva at Brentford who could be could be the sort of the new Ericsson or sort of a, a lower version of Ericsson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, Andreas at, at Fulham as well. Mm, yeah. is quite quite interesting. He seems to be playing in a more attacking uh, role. Um, I think he's even taken some set pieces as well. Um, I mean, yeah, these aren't players that you would necessarily want to to rely on, um, but you know, are, are decent enablers. So, so that's something that I'm looking at. I I think um, 
I mean, it's inevitable, really, that, that Haaland's going to score goals mm. for Man City. Yeah. Um, I think there, there are question marks about his fitness at the moment. We've got to see how he how he shapes up in um, in preseason. I do think that there is a little bit of a grace period where you can say, okay, well, we, we've got time to to see how he settles in before necessarily having to bring him in. But I think the the way that I've sort of looked at it is that if you had um, uh, if he scored a hat trick and he factored in, uh, sorry, Harland, this is if he scored a hat trick and he got maximum bonus points. And you weren't captaining him, then that would equate to what seventeen points. Whereas if, say, Bowen or Mount or Madison, if they scored a single goal mm. um, and kept a clean sheet and got maximum bonus points, that that would be eleven points. And that that feels much more sustainable to mm. me. The idea that you know one or two of those might might contribute with a you know a goal um, each week than the expectation that. Holland would score a hat trick yeah. or a brace, um, and and that's kind of my my logic at the moment. But obviously, if he comes in and he starts scoring consistently, um, then he becomes very difficult to to ignore. Um, so that's kind of why I've set up the way I have at, at the moment. But I, I think I think it probably is worth me looking to try and get a, another premium in just to make that transition easier if uh, if it comes down to it. Um, I do have a. Uh, Jesus up front mm. and possibly Brozier as well. Um, when I put Brozier in the team, it, it looked like he was about to sign for West Ham. And it yeah. looks like that was a little bit premature. Um, so I think that that would be very much contingent on him on him signing, yeah. you know, playing regular football. But a 5.5, I think he's, uh, you know, he'd be an absolute yeah. steal. Well, I, I don't think you could go wrong having starting with him because that, uh, that price point, uh, Undav at um, Brighton, uh, Dennis, um, is... Excellent. It's been looking good in pre-season and I'm biased, obviously. So you could move to him. Um, so not yeah. the end of the world. Well, as, as it stands at the moment, I'd, I'd have to each week play two of Zinchenko, Neto and Bozier, which I think is, is pretty well-rounded. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's decent, it's decent yeah. enough. Um, it's not necessarily maximising you know, all the money in the first 11, but that's not necessarily a bad thing at the beginning of the season you know, yeah. because there are a lot of unknowns. Definitely. Um, but... Yeah, I don't want to go in with Brochure if he's no. if he's still a Chelsea player um, because he's just not going to get the minutes. I, th I think Jesus, though, I think is a, is an absolute gift. Uh, Eight million yeah. at Arsenal. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you never know, but there's just something about him at Arsenal that just seems to fit and makes total sense. Um, and so I'm, I'm really excited to see you know what what he can deliver. Yeah, yeah. Um, has... And if he does really well, then then it, it lessens the need perhaps to mm. you know spend more money up front. I'm I'm, I'm hoping he's a sort of a ten million striker this season but um, mm. so he saves yourself two million um simon thanks so much for joining me i hope um it's proved um interesting with a, a lot of food for thought for people with their uh, with their teams um a, a few comments in the live chat about the midfield obviously there's a it's very midfield heavy and uh, there's a lot of uh, expensive midfielders there but i don't think i mean i'm keen on price points and balance and things but i don't think that matters so much at the beginning of this season and I think if you want to go for a premium or really heavy midfield or big at the back and all these types of things, I don't think it really matters because we're in a wild card early on anyway. Everyone is. Um, and by, you know, within within four or five weeks, we're going to get loads more data about we're going to know how Haaland's fitting in. We're going to know um, how Liverpool being set up at the moment with a, with no Mane. We've got we've got all of those sort of um, ifs and buts and maybes uh, will hopefully be ironed out. But um, uh, Simon, thanks so much for joining us. Good luck with game week one. Um, good luck with Chelsea. 
Um, I hope, you know, I hope they finish just above Brighton. Only, only just so. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, good luck with the rest of the season. And we'll see another number one on your uh, career <laughs> no, history. Fingers crossed. Hopefully. Uh, thanks a lot for your time. Thanks a lot, Jay.